Chapters 13 through 18 of the Book of Numbers from the Holy Bible in Modern English, translated by Ferrar Fenton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Chapter 13 Then the ever living spoke to Moses, commanding, Send men, and let them survey the land of Canaan, which I will give to the children of Israel. You shall send a man from each tribe of their fathers, all of them nobles. Moses consequently sent them from the wilderness of Paran by command of the ever-living. All were nobles, chiefs of the children of Israel, and their names were these. Of the tribe of Reuben, Shamna the son of Yikrai. Of the tribe of Simeon, Shaphat the son of Korai. Of the tribe of Judah, Caleb the son of Jephunneh. Of the tribe of Issachar, Esau the son of Joseph. Of the tribe of Ephraim, Hoshea the son of Nun. Of the tribe of Benjamin, Phalat the son of Raphna. Of the tribe of Zebulun, Gadiel the son of Sodai. Of the tribe of Joseph, the tribe of Manasseh, Gadai the son of Susai. Of the tribe of Dan, Amiel the son of Gamali. Of the tribe of Asher, Sethor the son of Michal, of the tribe of Naphtali, Nabai the son of Wafsai, of the tribe of Gad, Ganal the son of Macri. These were the names of the nobles whom Moses sent to survey the land, and Moses surnamed Hoshea the son of Nun, Joshua. Moses then sent them to survey the land of Canaan, and instructed them, Go up from the south, and ascend to the hills, and examine the land, what it is, and what its people are who inhabit it, their strength, their weakness, if they are few or many, and what kind of country it is they live in, whether it is good or bad, and what kind of cities they inhabit, with their camps and fortresses. Also examine the fertility of the land, if it is watered, if there are trees in it or not, and their size, you must also collect some of the fruit of the country, for it is the time of grape harvest. They therefore went up to survey the country from the wilderness of Zin to the plain that extends to Kamath. Thus they ascended from the south as far as Hebron, where resided Achimon, Sheshai, and Talmai, three children of Anak. So they only went as far as the brook Eshkol, and decided to cut off a single branch of grapes from there, and carried it on a yoke between two. They also took pomegranates and figs. Therefore they named that spot the Brook of Grapes, on account of the grapes which they cut from there for the sons of Israel. There they turned back from surveying the country at the end of forty days, and marched and came to Moses and Aaron, and all the chiefs of the children of Israel, in the wilderness of Paran, at Kadesh, and reported the matter to them and all the council, and showed the fruit of the country, and continued, and said, We have been to the country to which you sent us, and it is indeed flowing with milk and honey, and this is its produce. However, the people who inhabit the country are strong, and their cities are very great fortresses, and we saw the sons of Anak there. Amalek inhabits the south country, and the Hittites, and the Jebusites, and the Amorites inhabit the hills, and the Canaanites inhabit along the sea, and alongside the Jordan. But Caleb had been silent before the people and Moses. Now he said, Ascending, let us go up and conquer them, for we are able to do it. 
but the princes who went up with him replied we are not able to overpower those people for they are stronger than us and they brought reports to the children of israel about the country they had surveyed saying the country that we travelled over to examine it it is a country that devours its inhabitants and all the people whom we saw were tall men and we saw the nephilim there sons of anak more than giants and we were in our own eyes like locusts and we were like gnats in theirs chapter fourteen then all the council arose and gave out their votes the people also wept in that night and all the children of israel complained against moses and against aaron and all the council asked which was better for us to die in the land of the mitzrayim or for us to die here in this desert and why did the ever-living bring us to this country to fall by the sword our wives and our children will be plunder is it not better for us to return to Mitzer? Then every man said to his brother, Let us choose a leader and return to the Mitzrayim. But Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the chiefs of the children of Israel, and Joshua the son of Nun, and Caleb the son of Jephunneh, who had surveyed the country, tore their garments, and addressed all the chiefs of the children of Israel, and said, the country that we traveled over to survey it is a very very good land if the ever-living is pleased with us and goes with us to this country he can give us this land which flows with milk and honey rebel not against the ever-living and fear not the people of the country for we can devour them throwing a shadow over them since the lord is with us fear them not all the council threatened however to murder them with stones but the glory of the ever-living appeared in the hall of assembly to all the children of Israel. Then Jehovah said to Moses, How long shall I be despised by this people? How long will they not trust to me in spite of all the wonders I have effected for them? I could strike them with a word and destroy them, and could make from yourself a nation mightier than they. Moses, however, said to the ever-living, but when the Mitzrites hear of it, from the midst of whom you brought up this people by your might, and the inhabitants of this country here, who have heard that Jehovah is in the midst of this people, who eye to eye have seen you are the ever-living, and your cloud has stood over them, and with a perpetual cloud you have marched before them by day, and with a perpetual fire by night, that you have killed this people as a single man, then the heathen who have heard this report of you will say because jehovah was not able to bring this people to the country that he swore to them he has slain them in the desert consequently now o ever-living increase your mercy as you promised saying i am the ever-living slow to anger and of great mercy forbearing towards passion and sin and not destroying the helpless punishing the fault of the fathers upon their children to the third and the fourth generation forgive now the passion of this people for your mercy is great and as you have endured these people from midzer until now then the ever-living replied i will forgive as you request for i live forever and the majesty of the ever-living will fill the whole earth However, all the men who have seen my majesty and the wonders that I effected amongst the Mitzrayim and in the wilderness, yet have revolted from me these ten times and not listened to my voice, 
they shall not see the land which i promised to their fathers that is all who despised me shall not see it but i accept my servant caleb his spirit was steadfast in him and he was perfect after me therefore he shall arrive at the country where he went and his posterity shall inherit it however as the amalekites and the canaanites occupied the valley on the next day they turned face and retreated from them towards the wilderness leading to the sea of suf there jehovah spoke to moses and aaron saying for how long shall i hear the complaints of this vile mob complaining against me these complaints of the children of israel that they murmur against me say to them as i live says jehovah according to their demand to my ears i will do to them in this desert their corpses shall fall with all their officers and rulers from the age of twenty years and upwards who complained against me they shall not arrive at the country that i raised my hand to lead them into except caleb the son of jephunneh and joshua the son of nun but their children which they said would be enslaved i will bring in and they shall see the country which you despised but your corpses shall fall in this desert and your sons shall be scattered in the desert forty years for you shall carry your whoredom until your bodies sink in the desert by the number of the days when you should have been examining the country forty days a year for a day a year for a day you shall carry your crimes forty years thus shall you recognize your rebellion i the ever-living have declared i will do this to all this vile mob who revolted against me in this desert they shall perish there they shall die and the men whom moses sent to spy the country and who returned and complained about it the whole of that band shall become dung upon the earth those men shall die who reported bad of the land to fight against the ever-living yet joshua the son of nun and caleb the son of jephunneh shall live from among those who went to survey the country and moses repeated these words to all the children of israel and the people mourned greatly at the morning however they arose to go up to the top of the hill crying here we are let us go up to the place which the ever-living said for we have sinned but moses replied what is this you transgress the command of jehovah and he is not pleased you shall not go up for the ever-living is not with you so you will be defeated before your enemies for the amalekites and canaanites are before you and they will defeat you by the sword because you have deserted from the ever-living and jehovah is not with you they however arrogantly ascended to the top of the hill but the ark of the covenant of the ever-living and moses did not move from the camp so the amalekites and the canaanites who were encamped upon the hill charged down and repulsed them and pursued them as far as the valley chapter fifteen afterwards the ever-living spoke to moses commanding speak to the children of israel and say to them when you come to your permanent country which i will give to you and you make a gift to the ever-living a burnt offering or a sacrifice to fulfill a vow or a freewill offering or in your festivals to make a pleasant breath to the ever-living with an ox or a sheep 
then approaching, present as your gift to the ever-living as a food offering, a tenth of fine flour mixed with a fourth of a hin of oil, and of wine for a drink offering you shall offer the fourth of a hin with the burnt offering or the sacrifice of a single lamb, or with a ram you shall offer as a food offering a twelfth of fine flour mixed with the third of a hin of oil, and the third part of a hin of wine for a drink offering, presented as a pleasing breath to the Lord. And when you offer a bullock as a burnt offering, or a sacrifice to fulfill a vow, or as a thank offering to the ever-living, you shall offer with the bullock as a food offering three-tenths of fine flour mixed with half a hin of oil, and as a drink offering, present half a hin of wine as a gift of pleasant breath to Jehovah. And the same shall be done with each ox, each ram, each lamb of the sheep or goats, According to the number which are offered, this shall be done with each one of the number. Make every presentation in the same way as these, to offer a pleasing breath to the ever-living. And whatever stranger resides with you, or is settled among your posterity, when he makes an offering of a pleasing breath to the ever-living, he shall do the same as you do. It is a common institution alike for you and the foreigner who resides with you. It is a perpetual institution for your posterity, both for you and the foreigner before Jehovah. There shall be one law and one rule for yourselves and for the foreigners residing with you. The ever-living also spoke to Moses, commanding, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When you arrive at the country where I will bring you, and eat of the bread of the land, you shall lift it up before the ever-living. You shall lift up the first cake from the dough, the same as you hold up of your grain. So shall you hold it up. You must give the first of your grindings to the ever-living as a lift-offering from your produce. But if you wander from and do not practice all these commands which Jehovah has dictated to Moses, all that the ever-living has commanded to you by the medium of Moses from the day when the Lord commanded them to your furthest posterity. Or if your parliament should inadvertently commit an error, then all your parliament shall offer a bull from the herd as a burnt offering for a pleasant breath to the ever-living, with its food offering and drink offering as decreed, and a ram of the goats for a sin offering, and the priest shall expiate for all the parliament of the children of Israel, and forgive them their fault, when they bring the offering to present to Jehovah, and make a sin offering for their fault. But if an individual commits a fault, then he shall present a she-goat of a year old as a sin offering, and the priest shall expiate for that person for the fault he has inadvertently committed before the ever-living. He shall expiate for it, and shall pardon him for it. There is one law for the native of the children of Israel, and for the foreigners among them, for you to observe regarding faultiness. But the person who acts with a wicked hand, whether a native or a foreigner, in contempt of the ever-living, that person shall be excommunicated from among his people, for he has despised the command of the Lord, and broken his decree by his sin. While the children of Israel were in the wilderness, they found a man collecting sticks on the Sabbath day, and those who found him gathering sticks presented him to Moses and Aaron, and to all the parliament, who put him under guard, for they could not decide what to do with him. But the ever-living said to Moses, the man must die. Let all the assembly kill him with stones outside the camp. The whole assembly, therefore, took him outside the camp and killed him with stones. 
so he died as the ever-living had commanded to Moses. The ever-living also spoke to Moses, commanding, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, Make fringes upon the borders of your clothing always, and place above the fringes cords of purple, so that the fringes may be like flowers for you to remember the commands of the ever-living by, and to practice them, and that you may not wander after your hearts and after your eyes as you have wandered after them, but instead that you may remember and practice all my commands and live holily to your God. I am your ever-living God, who brought you from the land of the Mitzrayim to be your God. I am the ever-living God. Chapter 16 Korah the son of Itzar, the son of Kehath, the descendant of Levi, and Dathan and Abiram, sons of Eliab, and Anne the son of Pelath, the son of Reuben, conspired and stood up to resist Moses, with a hundred and fifty others of the princes of the parliament of the children of Israel, titled nobles of the nation. And they addressed Moses and Aaron, and said to them, You assume too much for yourselves, for all the parliament, all of them are sacred, and the ever-living is among them. When Moses heard it, he bowed his head and spoke to Korah and all his band, saying, In the morning Jehovah will make known who are his and sacred, and who are to approach to him, and whom he has chosen to approach to himself. Let Korah and all his band take bulls for themselves, and put fire and sweet incense into them, and the men whom Jehovah chooses shall be the sacred. You are presumptuous, sons of Levi. And Moses continued to Korah, Listen now, sons of Levi, was it too little for you that the God of Israel appointed you from among the families of Israel to approach to him, to perform the services of the sanctuary of the ever-living, and to stand before the congregation to minister, and included you and all your brothers with you? But would you demand the priesthood also? However, you and all your associates station yourselves before the ever-living together with Aaron. What is he that you should murmur against him? Then Moses sent to summons Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, but they would not come, but replied, We will not come. Is it nothing that you have brought us up out of a land flowing with milk and honey to kill us in this desert, that you would dominate over us as a tyrant? You have brought us to no land flowing with milk and honey, nor given us farms and vineyards to possess. Would you dig out the eyes of these men? We will not come. Moses was very angry at this, and said to Jehovah, I have not taken as a gift even an ass from them, and I have not wronged one of them. Then Moses said to Korah, Let you and all your associates come before the ever-living, you and they and Aaron tomorrow, and let each take a censer and put on it incense and present it before the ever-living, each of the hundred and fifty a censer, and you and Aaron each a censer. So each took his censer, and they put fire in their censers, and offered incense upon it, and stationed themselves at the door of the hall of assembly with Moses and Aaron. Korah also collected all his associates with himself at the door of the hall of assembly, and the glory of the ever-living appeared to all the congregation. But the ever-living spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying, You shall be magnified in the midst of this assembly, but I will consume them with might. They, however, fell upon their faces and said, 
God, the God giving life to all flesh, one man only has sinned, and will you be angry with all the parliament? Then the ever-living spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the parliament, and command them to run out from around the tents of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. Moses therefore arose, and went to Dathan and Abiram, and the judges of Israel went after him, and they spoke to the parliament, saying, Remove from the halls of these depraved men, and touch nothing belonging to them, for fear you should share in their sin. Consequently they came away from the tents of Dathan and Abiram. But Dathan and Abiram came and stood at the opening of their tents, with their wives and children and infants. Then Moses spoke and said, you shall learn by this whether Jehovah has sent me to do all these things, for I have not done them by myself. If these die as all men die, and the fate of all men falls upon them, then the ever-living has not sent me. But if Jehovah prepares it, and the earth opens her mouth and swallows them, and all who are with them, and they go down alive to the grave, then you will know that the ever-living has rejected these men. And it occurred that as he finished speaking these words, the ground split under them, and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them and their homes, and all the men who were with Korah, and all their wealth. And they and all who were with them rushed down alive into the grave, and the earth closed over them, and they perished in the midst of the public. Then all Israel who were around them fled with a shriek, for they said, <gasps> The earth may swallow us also! Fire also came out from Jehovah and consumed the hundred and fifty men as they offered incense. Chapter 17 The ever-living then spoke to Moses, saying, Command Eleazar the son of Aaron the priest to collect the censers from among the burnt people and the fire, for they are sacred. The censers of these sinners are for their lives, and you shall make of them thin spread plates for the altar, for they have been presented before the ever-living, and are sacred, and they shall be warnings to the children of Israel. Eleazar the priest subsequently took the censers of brass which the burnt persons presented, and made plates of them for the altar. And the children of Israel shall remember the reason why a strange man who is not of the family of Aaron may not approach to offer incense before the ever-living, so that he may not be like Korah, and that they may know that Jehovah has spoken by the medium of Moses. But all the parliament of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron next day, exclaiming, You have killed the people of the ever-living! But when the parliament collected against Moses and Aaron, they retreated to the hall of assembly, and then the cloud descended, and the glory of the ever-living appeared. So Moses and Aaron came into the front of the hall of assembly, and Jehovah spoke to Moses, saying, Rise up from the midst of this crowd, and I will consume them with might. But they fell on their faces, and Moses said to Aaron, Take you a censer, and put fire into it from off the altar, and place incense, and go quickly, and make an expiation for them, because anger is coming from the ever-living to strike the profane. So Aaron did as Moses commanded, and rushed into the midst of the meeting, where the stroke of destruction was on the people, and offered incense, and expiated for the nation, and stood between the living and the dead, and the stroke was arrested. But the dead from the stroke were fourteen thousand seven hundred, besides those who died over the affair of Korah. Then Aaron returned to Moses to the opening of the hall of assembly, and the stroke was arrested. The ever-living also spoke to Moses, commanding, 
Speak to the children of Israel, and take the staves from each of their tribes, the staff from each ancestral house, from each chief of an ancestral house, twelve staves, and record the name of each upon his staff, and record the name of Aaron upon the staff of the tribe of Levi. Thus there shall be a staff from the head of each ancestral house, and place them in the hall of assembly with the witnesses as an evidence for them there. And the staff of the man I may choose shall blossom. Thus I will exclude the complaints of the children of Israel from me. Moses accordingly spoke to the children of Israel, and each of the princes gave him their staff, each prince a staff, each prince of an ancestral house of the twelve tribes. But the staff of Aaron was placed in the middle of the other staves. Afterwards Moses presented the staves before the presence of the ever-living in the hall of assembly. And when Moses came next day to the tabernacle of the witnesses, the staff of Aaron had budded and blossomed for the house of Levi. Buds had also come out, and borne flowers, and ripened into almonds. Moses therefore brought out all the staves from the presence of the ever-living to all the children of Israel, and they examined them, each man taking his own staff. Then the ever-living said to Moses, Return the staff of Aaron to the presence of the witnesses, to keep it as an evidence to the sons of disobedience, and let them stop their complaints against me, that they may not die. Moses consequently did as the ever-living commanded him. He did it. The children of Israel after that spoke to Moses, saying, We perceive that we shall expire, we shall perish, all of us will perish. Let all who approach to the sanctuary of the ever-living be killed, so that we may not all expire. Chapter 18 Then the ever-living commanded Aaron, You and your sons, and the house of your father with you, shall carry the spirit of consecration. And you and your sons with you shall carry the spirit of the priesthood, and your brothers of the tribe of Levi, of the standard of your father, shall also approach with you, and attend upon you, and guard you, and your sons with you, before the tabernacle of the witnesses. And they shall guard you, and guard all the hall, together with the sacred furniture. But they shall not approach to the altar, for fear they as well as you should die. But they shall attend upon you, and guard in watches the hall of assembly, and all the services of the hall. And a foreigner shall not approach with them." By them also the holy things shall be guarded, and the altar be guarded, so that anger may never come upon the children of Israel. For I have taken to myself your brothers of Levi from among the children of Israel, to give them as gifts to the ever-living, to perform the services of the hall of assembly. But you and your sons with you shall guard the priesthood, and all the matters of the altar, and of the house of the veils, and perform the services prescribed for the priesthood. And the stranger who approaches shall die." The ever-living also said to Aaron, And I, see, I have given to you the guardianship of my high things, and of all the sacred things of the children of Israel. I have given them to you and to your sons to consecrate and to preserve forever. These shall be yours from the sacred offerings, all the gifts offered by fire, all food offerings and sin offerings, and all the presents which they make to me. They are consecrated strictly to you and to your sons. You shall eat them in the sanctuary. Every male may eat of them with you. They shall be sacred to you. You shall also take something from all the wave offerings of the children of Israel for yourself and your sons and for your daughters with you as a perpetual institution. All the clean in your house may eat of them. 
all the melted fat, and the best of the vintage, and the first of the corn which they present to the ever-living are given to you. The first fruits of all that their land produces which they bring to the ever-living shall be yours. All who are clean in your houses may eat of them. Every convict in Israel shall be yours. Everything bursting the womb of any species which they offer to the ever-living, whether of man or beast, shall be yours. But you must set free for a ransom the firstborn of man, and the firstborn of cattle you shall free for a sin offering. And they shall be ransomed at a month old, at a valuation of five shekels of silver, by the sacred shekel. You shall not, however, ransom the firstborn of a cow, or the firstborn of a sheep, or the firstborn of a goat. They are sacred, their blood is to be poured out on the altar, and their fat is to be burnt as an offering of pleasant perfume to the ever-living. But of their flesh the breast shall be yours for waving it, and the right leg shall be yours. All the exalted offerings of the sanctuaries which the children of Israel lift up to the ever-living, I give to you, and to your sons with you, as a perpetual institution. It is a covenant of salt for ever before the ever-living for you and your posterity after you. The ever-living also said to Aaron, You shall have no possession in the land, and there shall be no portion for you in it. I am your portion and inheritance among the children of Israel. But to the sons of Levi I give all the tithe of Israel for an inheritance, in payment for the work they perform in the services of the hall of assembly. And if ever the children of Israel offer a sacrifice in the hall of assembly, they shall bear the sin to death, because the work of Levi is in the hall of assembly, and they shall bear its burden as a perpetual institution for your posterity. Therefore they have no inheritance among the children of Israel, for the tithes of the children of Israel which they bring to lift up and present to the ever-living, I give to the Levites as an inheritance. Therefore I have said to them, You shall hold no inheritance among the children of Israel. The ever-living also spoke to Moses, commanding, Speak to the Levites and say to them, since I have taken you from the children of Israel, the tithe which I have given to you from them as your inheritance, you shall present from it as a present to the ever-living, a tenth of the tithe with which they are tithed for your account. You shall also lift up some of the grain from the corn and a portion from the grapes. Thus you shall present presentations to the ever-living from all the tithes which are taken from the children of Israel, and give a part of those presentations to the ever-living, to Aaron the priest." From all the presentations presented to the ever-living, present a part of all the best that is consecrated for you. You shall therefore command them, when presenting the fat, to account some of it as for the Levites, like the offerings of corn and the offerings of grapes, and they may eat them in any of their villages and houses as their wages on account of their work in the hall of assembly, and they will not be committing sin by taking away the fat and the offerings of the children of Israel. They do no wrong, and they shall not die. The end of chapters 13 through 18.